Welcome to the show. Got an interesting one for you today. Let me pull open this file. I've been busy with photographs. Photographs really tell a lot to a story. And some of the things I'm looking at in regards to photos are their hormone usage in order to flip from being a man to a woman or a woman to a man. And I've been storing up photos for quite a long time, so what I decided to do was put them all together into one file so I could look at them just fresh again and take a look at different areas of interest. So while doing that, we also prepared it in a file that you'll be able to view over on the website, but I'll get into more of that at the end here. So yeah, so these photos, because the people you'll see in the photos are people that are visible in terms of the power structure. Okay, they're the ones we see on the screen. And every one of them is transgendered, all of them. Um, I even added the Ukrainians. Everybody's, I, I don't know how much of the news is real or imagined with the support for the Ukrainian people, which is great to hear if it's true, because clearly they need support. Um, but all this business as far as Ukraine, we welcome you with open arms into our borders, into our countries. Uh, I don't know how much that is made up or not. So anyway, so sadly, there's people in the middle there. So, but I, so I took another look at the people in charge of Ukraine. And of course, like everybody else, they're transgendered. So yeah, people are saying, oh, everybody has a crush on Zelensky. He's so cute, so handsome. Well, reality is this. He's a short Jewish woman, okay, trying to pass off as a man. So, and my hope in sharing this collection is also to help train the eyes, because once you start to see these things, you'll start to notice that really not much is actually hiding. We just need to look. And I'll talk to you a little bit now about what I discovered with these photos, which is interesting, because, you know, to get all this to work, they first had to get us to hate ourselves. In other words, our bodies didn't quite look right. Because in the past, I mentioned that I even had thought about getting some chin work myself because I thought I had a receding chin line. Well, I don't have a receding chin line. I have a normal female chin line, okay? So first they got us to hate ourselves. And I didn't go all the way to any consultations or anything. But all I'm saying is because of their visual image in front of us with photographs of people in the wrong sex gives us ideas about how we should look, right? Okay, so getting us to hate ourselves is a pretty big step that they had to get going here. And then the other part of that is getting us to hate and turn on each other. So, you know, everything is dual and flipped. There's a lot of data that you'll be seeing in the show, and it's about 
it's over 235 pages and it's packed with photos. So keep that pause button handy because it, the, showing you the photos also showed me several things, okay? It showed how they promoted feuds. Everything is a dual world, right? Even down to who's fighting with whom. Like, for example, Jackie Kennedy had the most famous feud with her sister, Lee. They were arguing forever about this and that, and that fired things. Everything is double. For example, there was Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. That feud went on for their entire lives. So, And so these pictures also helped to put together for me a picture of what was going on with this other business. The, the dual world business, right? And how much more dual do you get than people that you see on the screen aren't even the sex that people think that they are, right? I mean, that really, this really is the ultimate in dual things. So anyway, so while they distract everybody with all this dual stuff, these feuds and stuff, everybody misses that we're really not looking at uh, real women in the first place. And so this is the grand one of deception that they've played on all of us, okay? And what it's entailed is actually making society look like them, okay? Getting us to agree that, yeah, I don't look right, so maybe I should get a surgery to get that jawline or whatever, right? And also getting society to behave like them. So it all had to work via money and magic, right? And like I've said, evil has to come packaged as help. All these things appear helpful, like, right? Oh, you can help yourself succeed. Um, if you'd only fix that jawline you have, uh, oh, if your eyes were only a little bit wider, you could probably get that next thing. See, everything comes down to changing something defective about us. That's how they set these balls rolling, right? So this really is the deception. And also how I'm viewing it is this is really signaling 101 when I talk about the Egyptians and all of this. Um, I've done shows about the Egyptians and the Egyptians and all of this, these things that they put out in front of us, these pictures and, you know, normally come in terms of sketches and things, right? What do we know about the Egyptians? Well, we've seen, we've seen sketches of them, right? So this is their idea about something that supposedly happened with the Egyptians. And what's the Egyptians all about? Well, the Egyptians were really about beauty, right? And people think that the Egyptians paved the way for today's beauty standards. So, and just kind of like that, um, oh, the Habsburg chin. Okay, this is what got me started. Because I'm kind of a, you could call me a uh, expert in chinology. <laughs> um, the Habsburg chin, okay? They did those pictures of Habsburgs with those chins, you know, my views to brace us for the fact that they're having trouble with their chins and the hormone usage, right? So they're putting it out there that, hey, these chins are a problem, right? Well, look at the photos for yourself. So the chins are obviously something they were preempting with the whole story about the Habsburgs. And I'll cover more about the Habsburgs in the show that you'll see later. So yeah, so so what they say about the Egyptians, which is interesting because they're signaling something to us here, right? So 
One thing they said that sounds surprising, they said, is that the Egyptians viewed beards and mustaches as unclean and men's faces were usually clean-shaven, which was seen as beautiful. Well, they've added also, now they're doing the stubble look, you know, the not-quite-shaven look. And I think part of the stubble look actually is to hide these chin injuries they're giving themselves with making themselves over, okay? And that will sound less confusing in a bit when you hear about the chins. So, yeah, so why are the men um, not having beards and stuff? Well, because the hormones impact the chin and the beard area as far as how that goes. So, and then they also, in describing these Egyptians, they also go on to talk about shaving their heads and wearing wigs, <laughs> which almost everybody you will see in the photos that I'm showing you are wearing wigs. Now, some of them, like Madeline Albright, I added her because she just passed away, but she's clearly not wearing a wig because her head looks almost bald. But I also added her because... She's got the weirdest condition I've seen of all as far as the neck area. So let me not get off trail on that. But basically, everybody you're going to see from George Clooney on down are wearing wigs. Okay, so it's interesting that um, the Egyptians supposedly said that some of them even wore wigs instead of natural hair, which they also shaved off. And now remember, this is their research. And they said research shows ancient Egyptians of both sexes apparently went to great lengths to touch up their appearance. Well, you can't get more touching up than rewiring your jaws and your chins and all that kind of stuff and going in for all this plastic surgery and this deception. So, yeah. So, also... um it was one of the, and I'm reading from what they're saying from their researchers, right? It was one of the vainest ancient civilizations and one of the first nations that created perfumes, oils, and other beauty treatments. So it looks to me like, indeed, the Egyptians place a very high emphasis on their physical appearance. Yeah, see, this is where they're signaling to us, right? And I'll be showing some pictures over there. You can see where I'm going with the, how they've... In the Egyptian thing, they developed the women to all have the long necks and the square jaws, which is the opposite in the real world. Because real women do not have those huge long necks or those huge jawlines. <laughs> that would be the men. So we've been morphing those images probably you know since they laid out this thing with the egyptians they're showing us who they are right the women you will see in the photos all have those big jaws and stuff because they are in fact men so and they go to such great extremes to hide the chin and the adam's apple which i find really interesting because in real life men have the square chin these men posing as women, also known as MTFs, male to females, they have surgeries to get rid of the square chin. And they have a surgery to develop a more female chin. 
And I have a whole bunch of pictures that I've collected over time of chins because it's kind of my expertise, right? So you will see in some of the photos that it looks to me like people get more than one chin implant, okay? Because some of these people, they show some pretty visible scarring on their faces from these chins. So yeah, um, so how did I get back on chins again? Well, because they have done a few more new studies and they have theorized the primary reason cleft chins appear more on men than women is due to an abundance of testosterone in the womb. So this tells me several things about this group of people. It looks to me like it's probably second or third generation of flipping their children. Um, and they're starting to see that some of this stuff is coming from testosterone. Well, yeah, because they don't really have, um, they don't really have this down very well. Okay, this is not, um, just wait till you look at their chins and stuff in the photos and um, you'll have to tell me. And here's why I think that they're covering the chin so much because they've been butchering themselves with those chins and stuff, okay? And then along the way, they create this um, ambulance, uh, not ambulance, but this, this ambivalence about ourselves, like, oh, my chin doesn't look right. Uh, and you get that idea from looking at a chin they presented to us, right? So, yeah, it's it just fascinating because what happened in these photos, I believe, and you'll see that, photos tell the truth, okay? And when these people have photo shoots, they're probably doing that for a publication or something, right? Well, a lot of photos get taken when they're doing that for the presentation. And what happens with all those extra photos? Well, they end up online. <laughs> so if you're a chin specialist like myself and neck specialist, you find this to be very interesting because these photos, you get the right angle, you get the right flash going off and take some persistence it took me some time to put together all these photos over time. Um, you can see what you want to, what's really there, right? Because you can see where the makeup doesn't really cover what looks to be some massive chin surgeries going on, okay? And some massive um, neck surgeries that they're trying to cover up. Yeah, it's really, it's really something else. It also tells us something about the level of, um, kind of sadomasochism that they would go to mutilate themselves in order to trick us, right? Because if you think about it, it's a pretty big trick, right? They've got everybody on center stage, big stage, small stage, little stage, all in the wrong sexes. So, and it's almost infiltrated so much that most people can't see that it's there because it's everywhere, right? It's kind of like this dual thing that because it's so everywhere in your face, that people aren't noticing when it's right next to them. That's the perfect trick and deception. And that's been the, the basis of my work all these years is how did they get seated right next to us all this time and none of us really noticed, right? Well, that was the goal. And that deception was to get us to focus on serial killers as our big problems. So same kind of deal here. They got us thinking all of these people look normal, right? and a normal that we also wanted to attain for ourselves. You know, we view their extremes of, you know, the way they look, the amount they spent on makeup and all of that, 
as really goals and aspirations for ourselves. So what do we end up with? Well, a whole society of people that really hate their own bodies and, you know, a bunch of people with body dysphoria and all of that. So that's what we end up with when we hate ourselves. So it's interesting when you see the extreme they go to to hide these chins and Adam's apple, okay? So they did this by also creating this thing about gender dysphoria because I don't believe until it got suggested that people were confused over what sex they were born with. So in the show, I'll be going over several things. There will be nothing graphic in there, okay? So, but it will give you the name of all the procedures that they're using. So if you want to know more, all you have to do is take a look using those keywords. For example, they're doing this thing called phalloplasty, where they're actually constructing or reconstructing the penis. Gruesome stuff. I, I have watched all of these surgeries, okay? Um, yeah, this stuff is all in like the uh, very uh, crude stages, to put it mildly, okay? Basically, these surgeries are for the kids that they're enlisting on YouTube to get them confused about their sexes they get them to then think they need to have all these things done, which ends up being complete mutilation, right? Because we're heading toward a mutant class of people. And part of how they're developing these mutants outside of probably vaccines or other methods, because right now our physical appearances have been changing. For example, men, now you see men with very small shoulders. You see men with less defined jawlines. They've, they've just been transforming our DNA both visually and internally. So today will be an interesting walk down visual lanes so you can start to see how they're trying to get us to look like them. So yes, they're doing all these different kinds of surgeries from hysterectomies, mastectomies, removing the breasts, um, creating vaginas. Um, and I would have to say that um, all of these procedures are posted on YouTube. You can watch videos of them all. And, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, you have to, you know, take a look when you're ready to. But anyway, so it's interesting to watch these surgeries. And then the end result is really a dreadful one, right? Because these things, these kids are being butchered. So anyway, so then along with that, in the area that we're going to be talk, focusing on today is the chin area. Well, they do surgeries for that when a man wants to start to look as a woman because he's got like a jaw. If a man has a square jaw and he wants to become a woman, that would be a MTF, male to female. So there's a surgery to make that square jaw look more soft and rounded and like a woman's jaw. And then they can also do chin augmentation. There's a couple of things they can do. One, they put in this little piece into the um, around the chin area to make the chin stick out a little bit more. It's a little silicone piece. And that thing is just wild. Look at the photos on that thing because um, some of them, you can actually see that implant <laughs> in the photograph through their skin. Um, and you can also see these scars and the stitching of scars on their faces. Now, either these people had very rough childhoods, a lot of damage to their chins as children, or we're looking at a lot of botched chin surgeries, right? So anyways, they put on these implants. It's a silicone piece at the base of the chin. 
or they can do this surgery where they actually kind of make the chin stick out further. And um, all of them look very painful. The, uh, when they do the implant, they can either do it on the outside or the inside of the mouth. Now, the inside of the mouth is pretty rough to look at that surgery. But anyway, so they do it on the inside of the mouth. And that thing is really something else as far as how crude they're still doing that one. Because it looks to me, based on scars on these people's faces, that this thing had to be done quite a few times. And then it also looks to me, what happens is the women who are really men, who would be men to male to females, right? Men to women. They, natural women don't have those bubbly looking cheekbones, okay? That's what natural men have are those cheekbones. So the ones that have flipped themselves, now follow me along here, the ones that have flipped themselves into being women, have those cheekbones. That's why you see all the models and stuff all have those pronounced cheekbones, right? Well, that's a male feature. So actual real women now will go in to get those cheek look also because they're mimicking what's on the screen, right? And you can get those cheek cheek cheeks by either um, injections, and that's only temporary, right? Or you can get it by implants. Now, Cheek implants are a big thing, and that's why when you see these um, women on the screen um, that are really men, as they age, you start to see those cheek implants. They're either putting the cheek implants in or they're sagging because as they age, they get this very strange look to their cheekbones, and that's because of these implants. Now, that surgery is something else because they go in through the eye to put it in the cheeks. Yeah, that one is pretty pretty intense surgery. So yeah, so um, so today we're going to be looking at pictures around that whole part of the face. Um, they focus a lot on removing the Adam's apple and doing what's called a trachea shave. And that obviously, to me at least, doesn't look like it's going too well. But you'll have to look at the photos and decide for yourself because you start to see a lot of these people have butchered up things. And here's what makes them also important to me is that I think that they have been testing on themselves to begin with. Okay, so the people we see on the screen you know, the, the higher level ones. I've got photos in here of Google, the Google founders, YouTube. The higher level ones are ones that have clearly been flipped as children and likely in vitro just by looking at between them and their parents and how far, far back I've been able to look. And it's not looking good, okay, because when I looked at the generation before that, they weren't as extreme as what's going on now as far as, um, well, what a sideshow it's become, right? Um, so yeah, but you'll have to take a look for itself. So before you rush to the mirror and think, well, I don't look like this or that myself, just remember, that's not the point for today, is that we're all here because we want to learn more. And the only way we learn more is by looking. And it's happened in a lot of different ways to a lot of different people. So a lot of these things occurred to me as I was looking through the photos again and seeing that all is one huge group. So 
I certainly hope that you will take the time to take a look at it. It's going to be posted over at the website. We have a um, new tab set up just for this show, and it's called Hiding in Plain Sight. That's what I'm calling this project, is how they've been hiding in plain sight. And you don't get more into plain sight and hiding than actually flipping your sex, and people around you don't seem to even really quite notice, okay? So anyway, so I hope you enjoy the pictures, and it will be there for anybody to take a look at. I went through and I tagged the majority of them, but obviously I didn't tag the ones that anybody would recognize, like, for example, Jackie Kennedy. Um, but the rest of them are all tagged, and just take a look for yourself. The pictures will tell its own story, so be safe out there. Goodbye for now. Smoking caterpillar has given you.